Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, I'm super excited about this week's guest. Her name's Aria Leidy, and she's the founder and CEO of the Mob Nation. So thanks for joining me. Yeah, I'm so excited. I love that where we raise a glass. That's so cute. Yeah, thanks. I know that's like the whole idea. Like I came up with it. I was like, you know, this kind of sucks sometimes. It's hard. Like I love it. I wouldn't change it. And I don't want to be a downer, but it's like, I want to like raise a glass with other people that know what I'm going through, <laughs> you know? Yes, <laughs> definitely. And I have this gorgeous bottle that you sent as well. So yeah, you're going to pop, yeah, you gonna pop it open. Yeah, let's do it. Let's see how. Woo. Oh, that was a loud one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That's All right, awesome. it's like that ASMR um, stuff. All right, we got the bubbles. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let me know how that one is. I'm drinking. I don't know if you like. I've done this so many times in the podcast. I just buy like the little cans. Like I love them. They're like the perfect like size. Like I don't end up drinking a whole bottle because I feel like if I open it, then I have to drink it. You know. I know. <laughs> so hopefully, there's someone to share with you. If not, go for it. I mean, that's like I've totally done that. But um, I have these cute little cans that I've been finding around here, which are really yummy. Yes, I love the Andre cans. They have the Andre Brut and the Rosé. It's so good. What? I have not seen an Andre can because I've bought, like, many of Andre bottles. I'm going to have to look for the cans. I consider myself um, kind of like a bubbly connoisseur, and I I, uh, have tasted and tried many, and I would say that that is one of the best, even though it's like a $6 bottle, and so the cans are like 3 bucks. so. Oh, sweet. Yeah, no, I love Andre. Like, same thing. Like, I see, like, nothing wrong with that. I think it tastes good. I mean, I'm no sommelier or anything, but... (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, Well, cool. Okay, let's dive in. I can't wait to hear about everything you have to say. And I'm so excited to be an Alliance member. Um, so yeah, we can chat about all that, that fun stuff too, but how long have you, you know, had your business? Like, how did you get into it? Um, and like, why did you start it? Yeah. So, um, the mob nation is a national alliance of mom owned businesses. So we have leaders and events all over the country. Um, I started it in 2012 initially with the intent of just creating a networking group because I was a single mom at the time I had a brick and mortar business and I just was searching for my people. I didn't feel like networking was super accessible to mom-owned businesses. The mompreneur and hashtag mom boss trend wasn't really like a thing yet. So um, it, it didn't feel like there was a seat at the table for me at the different types of events that I was finding. So I wanted to make something that was accessible for moms. And then after meeting and connecting with hundreds of mom-owned businesses over the years, then I just knew that there was so much more that needed to be brought to mom-owned businesses. We're busy, we're balancing both titles. So I really wanted to make a hub that was 
everything that you need, resources, education, support, both professionally and personally, and uh, referrals. So uh, we created the Alliance, which you're now a member of, so I'm super excited about that. And um, we were getting requests from all over the country to bring this unique mob culture to other cities and to duplicate our events in other areas, and we made it a national platform and have just been growing organically and crazy ever since then. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I love it. And you can tell, like, I've only been a, a member for like a week, but you can tell everybody's like fiercely loyal and just so supportive. And it's just, I've never been like in, in a group like that before. And I'm just so excited because it, it's just such a neat culture. It's definitely unique. And it's, um, I'm always just so amazed by it, even though it's been years, like every day I'm just like, yes, that is how you show up for each other. That is exactly it. We really, you know, rewrote the ideas of how it looks to show up and support each other and to love each other. And, um, we are really loyal because we know that there is a mob for that. That's why our directory is called there's a mob for that.com. Um, because we really want to change the idea of, you know, just having more of that conscious spending and, um, contributing your dollars to moms who also know that same struggle. Um, and we've kind of built our own micro economy within the mob because everybody is just creating and sharing the wealth among our community. Um, and so it's, it's, it's super inspiring every day. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And there's a huge, there's a free group that everybody could join, right? Yes. Yeah. So when we uh, launched the Alliance portion with the help of my awesome directors team, we kept that initial free resource still available. So that has grown to, I think like 10,500 members over the years. And, um, that's something that we just wanted to still um, keep available to people. That's where I really started and started to build that community. So it's nice to still have that as well. Yeah. Awesome. And I'll make sure to put the link to that, like in the show notes and everything. So everybody can find it and join. Yes, please. Um, yeah. And so did it start in Hawaii, like out where you're at? And then it just spread or? We actually started in Portland, Oregon, which is where you're at, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah right outside. We, yeah, I uh, my business was in Portland at the time. Um, I'm a native Hawaiian, so I moved back to um, Hawaii a year ago. But we started in Portland. We spread the first um, additional meetup that we added was actually in Eugene. And then we just grew uh, down the West Coast. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Um, so you mentioned you have children and, you know, you run this amazing business that takes a ton of time. Like, do you have any like tips on any like work and life balance that you, that you do? <laughs> and I really, um, so many people laugh at that. I know, <laughs> like I almost laugh when I ask it, but I'm like, I still have to know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think my tip is that it's a myth. <laughs> there is no true balance. Um, somebody told me that if you're if you're balanced, then you're staying completely still, which I always thought was such a um, unique perspective on it. For me, um, it's kind of hard to answer that question because my work is a lifestyle. It's something that I do every day, and it's something that 
is incorporated into every piece of my life, um, you know, where I eat and how I shop and, you know, what I bring into my home and um, how I show up for the community is really, it's a lifestyle being a mob, um, not just, you know, a job that you clock in and out of. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It makes total sense. Yeah. I, I mean, we hear the word balance all the time, but it's really (laughs) unachievable. And like, I just finished reading like the year, uh, year of yes from Shonda Rhimes. And it was amazing. And she was talking about that. She was like, you know, if you see me killing it on the red carpet and like all these stories, I can guarantee like I am not spending any time at home, but on the flip side, like later on at other times, like when I'm home, you know, sewing Halloween costumes, like I'm ignoring a script that needs to be rewritten, you know? So it's just like, yeah, I'm like, oh God, yes, I'm not alone. Like we're all like, I mean, it just ebbs and flows, I guess, which is. I I don't resonate with the word work-life balance, but I do always love when that question is brought into conversation because I just love to hear people's responses. And there's so many different ways that you can respond to that question and just hearing people's insight. And I think it's also just important to ask that question because, you know, moms, especially that are listening to it on the other end can know, you know, people that you think have it all together, that they're like, no, sometimes this is what, you know, struggles a little bit. And this is what struggles a little bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I do have a little bit of a tip (laughs) and that is to like delegate, 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 like outsource. Yeah so much stuff. You can do anything, but you can't do everything. So stop trying to do everything. And, you know, if you want to spend more time with your family on your off time, then, you know, get some help in the other areas that allow you to do that. Yeah, I agree. I recently had a conversation um, on another podcast and it's a a woman. She's super awesome. Her energy is great. And she's like trying to like help business owners start to outsource. And, um, and I, she brought up across the point that, you know, like when people think outsource, it's like, oh my God, like a full-time job. Like I can't afford that automatically, mm-hmm. you know, when it really could just be an hour or two hours a week yes. for, you know, like 12 bucks an hour. Like we, you know, likely can find a way to incorporate that. Yes. I always tell people when they tell me that they can't afford to outsource is that you can't afford not to, um, not just from the energetic perspective of just having more time for yourself, but you know, also just your project and your business is going to be so much better when you can get the help with the things that either don't bring you joy or you're not that great at so that you can focus on what you, you know, are really great at and what is actually producing the income in your business. I totally relate to thinking that I couldn't outsource before. And, you know, now I realize the value and we don't have to do it all ourselves and it shouldn't be on us. Um, and so I think just continuously changing that narrative, especially to moms that are owning businesses that you can't and should not be doing everything. Yeah, no, totally. Cause yeah, like you said, I think as moms, we tend to take on so much more. Like I know I have, and I've gotten better as I've, you know, been a business owner for longer, but in the beginning it was like to everything, you know, I tried to be everything for my kids, my mm-hmm. husband, my business, myself. Well, that was a back burner. Um, so yeah, it's definitely something to, to keep in mind as moms. Um, and then kind of going on that, not that it's balanced, but like, are there <laughs> any like, like go-to apps or automation or anything that you use to kind of like, you know, help with things and make your business thrive? 
apps? Um, well, I love Planoly. Um, that's a good app. Um, I use Dubsado for my um, CRM. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been recommended, like, I don't even know how many times on this podcast. So I've got to get on the Dubsado train. Like I say it every time. Like, and I write yeah. myself a note. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't swear by it. There's a lot of people that do. I swear by doing anything that gets you a little more automated so that you're not the one constantly having to push the buttons or send the True. emails. Um, really anything that is just something that can be copied and pasted and sent to um, people so you're not recreating the wheel every single time that you have a client, um, engagement. But, um, yeah, I guess my automation is just relying on the professionals in each area to, um, help me create systems and to pass on the, the busy work that I'm not great at, um, so that I can make more time for things like this or, you know, things that bring me joy or consulting or a meeting with leaders. So. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That makes sense. Um, so what is your favorite or most effective way to market your business? Um, well, in regards to the mob, um, my biggest marketing investment is into the members themselves because they have been who, um, I mean, we grew on word of mouth. Like we provided so much value to the members that they were the ones telling everybody, like you have to join the mob. Um, so most of our marketing budget goes to marketing and, um, providing value to the current membership. And when you're making people happy and you're showing up and you are pouring into them, they will, completely rave about you and, and gush about you to anybody that will listen. So that's been my most effective way, um, is just to create value to the women who are invested in our, uh, community. Yeah. I would say that that's amazing. And it's super effective. Like I heard about y'all from another mob Alliance member, (laughs) (laughs) um, Allison Wartley, uh, Uh, Yes. Yes. She is so sweet. Um, She has been singing y'all's praises ever since I met her like probably like a year ago. And I think she's starting a gorge chapter too, which I'm super excited about after things, you know, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) We 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 had, uh, we had like seven launches that were supposed to happen between March and today. Um, and like three relaunches that have all just kind of been sitting there waiting. So yes, we have leaders across the country waiting to do some sort of launch if that can never um, be allowed. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah. I can't wait to actually like meet in person because I haven't even been like into the Portland and Vancouver one. So I need to get out there, but um, having one out in the gorge, I can't wait for it. And yeah, she, every time I see her and like even these other networking groups, like we go to, she's like, y'all need to join the mob group on Facebook. Like, she's, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. And that's how our members are, you know, and it's, it's not paid and it's not forced and each one can bring the life-changing benefit that they have felt. Um, and so it's so much more authentic. So just showing yeah. up for the people and the clients that you have with your whole heart and your whole self is the best, um, marketing investment that you can have. Cause our, yeah, our members talk about it and that's how we grew on a national level is people in Portland were talking about it. And so people in, you know, San Diego were like, how do I bring this? I've never heard of anything like this. How can we have that same vibe here? Right. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. You've done an amazing job. And like the whole team of directors and all of y'all, like, it's just so cool to watch. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so what do you do? Like, 
what do you do to get out of your comfort zone, you know, to like help your business grow? And like, do you have any tips for other business owners and mompreneurs that, you know, they can get out of their comfort zone? Um, I mean, just jumping into it before you can talk yourself out of it, you know, whether it's a live video or hopping on a podcast, just hitting record and just doing it and learning your way through it. Um, I think also surrounding yourself with leaders and um, women that are out there doing the thing because you can't be what you don't see. So just constantly being reminded of powerful women that are out there doing it and that they're humans. Nothing separates you from the people that you see doing all the things that you wish to be doing and reminding yourself of the times that you've already stretched yourself and uh, using that as a proof of concept to yourself. I also ask myself all the time, what's the worst that can happen? (laughs) Right. Um, And, you know, usually when you break it down, you're like, oh, that's not really so bad. I'll survive that. Somebody laughs at me or (laughs) I fall on my face on stage or I say, um, too much. So that's not really, you know, going to take me down and I'll, I'll learn from it and uh, grow from it and I'll get a little bit better each time, but I can't grow if I'm just sitting here overthinking it and trying to stay comfortable. I just got to lean into that discomfort and figure it out. Yeah. I 100% agree. Um, because yeah, like we really don't know at, like it's going to be messy. It's going to not be great. Sometimes it's going to be like scary, but we can just, like you said, just get better each time. And then eventually you turn around and you look back and you're like, Oh my God, this is how far I came. You know? Yeah. And I mean, anything that you want to do, you can see that person's progression. Like if you go on, you want to start a podcast and you start on, you know, Kara Awaleba's podcast and you only listen to episode 200, right. then of course you're going to think that you're not ready to start a podcast. But go listen to episode one and you'll see and hear the involvement. And, um, you know, if you feel that you can actually make an impact on the world and that your story is going to make a difference, then you owe it to the world to show up and to shine your light and to step into that power um, and to get over yourself and get over all the fears because um, the world actually like literally needs it. So show up with it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're kind of doing a disservice if you're you know, not reaching the people because (laughs) you're kind of scared. Like you said, get over it. Like we all have something that's amazing to contribute and somebody needs to hear it, you know? Yeah. And And, and I remind myself of, I have, you know, success stories from the mob of people where it's saved their business. It saved their life. Mm It's saved, you know, just incredible stories. And some of them are public and some of them they've only sent to me. And I, um, I read through those if I feel too nervous to show up to something or if I'm going to be on a bigger stage or a bigger platform, I read through those because I think, you know, there's got to be one more of these stories out there. And so it's um, worth getting through this junk that I'm (laughs) uh, feeling to um, get just at least one more uh, woman to have their life touched like this. So, Oh, I love that. That's amazing. And I, I, that's such a great way to stay inspired, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love that you said too, like the evolution, like I always, I've said this a few times before, like, cause I love Gary Vee. And if you go back and like, look at his, you know, wine library videos, like from YouTube, like 15 years ago on his phone, yeah. you know, like <laughs> he's not the Gary Vaynerchuk we know today, you know, but he started yeah. 
and look at his empire and like the lives that he's touching. Yeah. And we were just talking about this the other day. So I'm also a, a mindset coach and a small business consultant. And I was talking about this to um, one of my clients is I, I've been trying to create a course and I have all these reasons why I'm not ready yet mm-hmm. to create this course. And I bought another course and she's totally raw and authentic and she makes seven figures off of selling her courses. And it's just her mm-hmm. <laughs> in her living room pushing record on zoom. Like there's no high production value. And like the value is in the words that she's saying, the, the value is in, you know, what Gary Vee is telling you on the other end. It doesn't matter if it's being recorded on, you know, a crappy phone or if it's got, you have a big, you know, production team behind the scenes. The value is in like your knowledge and what you're sharing and those little one-liners. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, you know, how that is coming through or how that's packaged. So just do it, share it, evolve uh, from there for sure. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I mean, you couldn't have said it any better. Cause yeah, I think we all tend to get in our heads and just kind of keep pushing it off and pushing it off. And then, you know, there's all this other greatness that can be out in the world, helping people. Right. Awesome. Um, so we're to your favorites. Um, these are like, this is like my favorite part listening to like everybody's favorite. (laughs) Um, what's your favorite book? Oh, that changes all the time. Um, my current favorite is Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. Um, I'm rereading that one. And I also think that that is a great example going back to what, you know, our getting out of our comfort zones and our expectations. Like I have been wanting to write a book, but like haven't thought that I could put it in order the way that I want to or perfectly or the way that books are thrown together. Um you know, typically, mm-hmm. but her book is just little snippets of, you know, one-liners and ideas and, you know, one chapter might be 10 pages and then another chapter is like six words. <laughs> and it's so impactful to read it like that too, because it goes against the grain of what you think right. a book should be like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend that one. Oh, that's woo. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I wasn't woo until like a year ago when I was introduced to James Wedmore. And so now I'm like, Ooh, yes, give me all the woo and the wine set. So I'm going to check it out. I had never even heard of it. She's amazing. Awesome. And yeah, I say go for that book. That would be amazing. I had a girl on the podcast like a week ago. I will butcher her name, but it's the, Oh, I can spell it. C H I X. (laughs) And, um, same thing. She had said, she wrote a book and she sent it to me before the podcast. And I was like, to be honest, like I have not like read it cover to cover. Like I see these kind of different paragraphs that kind of jump, I mean, chapters that jump out at me and I kind of Mm -hmm. pick it up and read that and jump around. She's like, actually, that's how I designed it. Like, I'm so glad that you said that. And I was like, Oh, great. Well, it's working. Good job. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just get that out there. Yeah, totally. Um, what's your favorite drink? Uh, Bubbles, actually. <laughs> They're just so fun and tasty. Yes. <laughs> um, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? Um, lately, it's just been laying in my bed and doing yeah. <laughs> nothing. Right. Yeah, just unapologetically just staying in there as long as I want to um, and just leaning into relaxation. Yeah. I used, So I saw one of the stories you shared. It was probably like a few weeks ago and I can't remember what it said. The reason was it might've been like the way the planets are or the moon. 
And it was like, that's why you're so tired and feel sleepy and like kind of want to lay down. And I was like, oh my God, like, thank you for putting that because like, I have just been, yeah, same thing. So just like tired. And I haven't like really been, you know, like doing any extra exercise or anything like that. So it was good to, to know I'm not the only one. Yeah. It's so strange that we always need permission and like acceptance to just rest and relax. Like the only permission you need is that your body is asking you for it. Um, and so I think that rest and relaxation is so underrated. Like it it is productive, you know, healing and taking time to reflect is super important as a business owner. And it's probably one of the most, uh, quality investments you can make into your life. Yeah, I agree. Like I'm sorry for the longest time, like it was always, you know, do, do, do. And, Mm -hmm. you know, before I had this business, my husband and I had a small farm and brewery. And so we like, were constantly, you know, I don't know, weeding and harvesting the vegetables and growing and selling. And we had two little, like our kids were really little at the time. And so I just never got used to like sitting down or just like kind of relaxing. And so now in my business, I do have more of an opportunity to do that. But yeah, like, it's so funny that you said that, like some, I look for permission to do it when I really don't, I shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Just got to give yourself permission. If your body's calling for it, then just align with that and, and dive into that. Yeah. I love that. And I'm sure many other people that are listening needed to hear that too. (laughs) Um, what's your favorite thing to watch? Um, gosh, I don't usually tell people this, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) real housewives of any city. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it represents pretty much like all the things that I, um, it's like the opposite of what my lifestyle is about and how I feel, you know, that women should be treating each other and stuff. But there's just something about wanting to watch Real Housewives all the time. And I can watch it all day long. Yeah. <laughs> it's like watching a train wreck, you know? I mean, yes, yeah. like, and it's also kind of nice because like, I don't know, you don't have to think and it kind of like numbing, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like relaxing yes. your mind, like watching, like what? Yes. What's yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I've had a few women say like Bravo or like some of just, yeah, TV shows like that where it's just, I don't know, something about it just, it's just, it's intriguing really, especially like if that's really not how most of us live, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Um, You have to just disconnect from things and just watch stuff just for fun without uh, needing a reason to enjoy it. Right, totally. (laughs) And lastly, where's your favorite place to go? Um, well, the salon. Um, <laughs> uh, Have you been able to I think go? San Diego. Are they, are they open where you are? They are. They just opened, um, and so I haven't. I haven't made any self care appointments yet, but um, I will. But I also love to go to San Diego. Um, I absolutely am just obsessed and in love with that city. So anytime I can get to San Diego, I, I try to get there. Yeah. I've not, I've never been. I've heard like amazing things. <gasps> I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I was just there for business. I mean, I probably go like four or five times a year. Um, sometimes it would just be a day trip, um, which is a lot easier from Portland to San Diego than Honolulu to <laughs> San Diego. But yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's just a really great vibe. It's pretty much like if you took Honolulu and Portland and put them together, like that would kind of be the vibe of what San Diego is. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's really great. 
Oh yeah, I'll have to make it down. Like we, so my husband and I were originally from Louisiana. So we drive back and forth. Don't ask me why, why we don't fly. We just drive. Um, and so like we bypass there every year. And I'm like, can we just please go to San Diego? But it, I don't know. I don't yeah, know you we never to. actually like just, you know, we're already making that trip. Just go to the right a little bit. <laughs> Our annual conference um, is in San Diego every year. It's not obviously going to happen in person this year, but mm-hmm. next year you should go to MobCon in San Diego, right in downtown. And um, will be yeah. a good reason and excuse for you to go. Plus, it's yes. a write-off. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, and actually, like, two of my clients are in San Diego. So, yeah, I could totally write that off. That'd be amazing. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Okay, so where can everybody find you? Um, website, all, social media, all that good stuff. And like I said, I'll put that in the notes and, like, the group link and all that. So any moms want to join, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, to join the mob, you can go to themobnation.com and you can find uh, the mob nation on Instagram and it's the dot mob nation on Instagram. And then I'm on Instagram at Aria Lighty. Um, and I also have a Marco Polo channel for my uh, mindset coaching and consulting business as well. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been such a fun conversation. I was really excited just to like connect and chat. So I know you're super busy. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I had a great time. Yay. Awesome. And thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's Bubbles and Biz. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way. If you're frustrated with your marketing efforts and you're ready to master your marketing and grow your business, I'd love to help you. Head to nb.marketing backslash services to learn more.